Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The hideaway is open tonight. I looked at it or whatever. You know, got quicksand. It's that the equivalent is made out of dicks, 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 dicks. It's banter. What do you think about Brexit? What's that? Does that mean we won't have any believe we are at week eight Ari. No, week I fucking eight we are so close to the end of the season and watching this week we just spent the entire past seven weeks shitting on these people and now this week i'm gonna be like <laughs> they're so cute i just love like i really I they know. get me they know what they're doing and they get me and the way that the music is and the dates are set up and all of it i'm just like yeah. i guess all these people are soulmates so yeah, <laughs> get ready 100%. for us to feel the feels this week yeah about these couples <laughs> i loved it i definitely teared up a couple times <laughs> oh it was great i love the show so much <laughs> i love the show so much this is why we do it it's like it's just and like i know we've both been watching the bachelor watching love island it's just such a breath of fresh air it's just like such a better fucking show well it feels like you actually get to know the people because you are watching every single day of their lives Mm -hmm. and you watch them in like couples that don't suit them super well and then you watch them in couples that are more suited and you're like oh my gosh these people are really like bringing out the best in each other and wow they're so compatible and wow they're so meant to be and you feel like you have the authority to mm-hmm. have that opinion because you've been watching every single day of their lives it's fucking crazy yes. it's like a real journey and it, it there is. are certain points in the journey where it feels like a slog to get through yeah and at the point Always. that we're at right now it feels like a joy yeah exactly. i agree very like <laughs> Uh, okay. So just a couple of things before we start today. Little things that have been going online after this past, after last week's episodes. Obviously, Olivia and Maxwell left the villa and Olivia has been going on a PR storm of just chatting on 
she's trying to like spill all the tea. She's trying to be like that character post Villa. Mm-hmm. Have you been seeing some of these videos? I've seen a few of them, but what have you seen her say specifically? The one that I saw was her being like, I totally get it. It's been co- hard coming out of the villa and like seeing all the hate. But when I mm-hmm. see the clips of myself, I feel the same way. So I get it. Yeah. But you just have to remember you're seeing, you know, an edited down version of mm-hmm. of the show. What what else have you seen? Have you seen her spilling tea about other islanders? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. A, a lot of it has been very benign. I did see a video of her with Coco from last last season Mm -hmm. and they were talking about like being the villain and like embracing that aspect of it and olivia mouths the part that's like am i the villain i don't think i'm the villain like we told her to do that we told her to do that so thank you olivia thank you olivia for taking our advice that was a good a good move (laughs) a good move it will it is a good move. I think it's going to make her appear more likable because it makes her self-aware, which was the exact issue that everyone had with yes. her while she was yes. in the villa. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I actually generally feel like most of the media that I've seen of her since she's come out has had that effect. So, I'm I'm impressed. I agree. I agree. It's still a little too much of her in my face, but <laughs> I mean, honey, you can turn your phone off. <laughs> that seems like a Mara No, Ari, I can't. I can't stop staring at the TikTok. <laughs> I posted this thing on my Instagram story today that made me lol. It was a tweet that says, take a moment to be on your phone today. Prayer hand emoji. <laughs> People are not on their phones enough these days. Prayer hand that's emoji. <laughs> very funny. I love that. So that's at you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I will take a minute to be on my phone. What else have you oh my seen? Goodness. What else have I seen? I feel like, again, it's been predominantly Olivia. Did anyone else? What I have been seeing is a lot of rumors, and it might be confirmed at this point, that season 10 is going to be an all-star season. Oh, yeah. We haven't even talked about we this. We haven't talked about this. Oh, shit. That's right. Yeah. So season 10. So next season, this summer season is going to be the all-star season. That would be fucking wild. Okay. Who do you think they'll bring in? That's what I was going to say. Okay, let's do our, yeah. our cast predictions. Obviously, I can sue is one of my favorite Islanders of all time, but we yeah. know that her and Davide are together, and I definitely don't want them to break up. So yeah, they're going strong. They are. I'm going to go bring back Amber and Kem. Oh, yes. I think they're both single. Uh-huh. Mara Higgins, obviously. Uh, obviously. Yeah. She's single, right? Yeah. Is Adam Collard... Single him and Paige yes. broke up, right? They broke up. I would love for him to come back too. Bring back Adam Collard. I know that people were really pissed when he was brought back for season eight. He was pretty abusive <laughs> in his previous yeah. season, but I loved him on season eight. And he's I liked him a lot. Absolutely an all star. Bring him back yeah. for a third season. Yeah. Bring back Ovi. Remember Ovi? Yes. Ovi. Yep. Message. Also, maybe bring back Greg, who won with Amber. We only saw a little bit of him at the end yeah. of that season since he was such a late season bombshell. Oh, yeah. my God. That's the other thing we have to discuss. Amber. Amber Gills. That's right. Okay. Yes. I don't know how long ago this happened, but Amber is dating a woman. Yes. What was her name? Shit. She's a soccer player. Football. She is a soccer player. player. Her name <laughs> Kiera Walsh, she is a soccer player, and I saw 
just like this one TikTok of them like holding hands and like kissing and like Amber at the soccer game. But I couldn't find any like when I Googled it, I couldn't find that many details about it. Yeah. So I don't know how long it's been going on for, but I love to see it. Yeah. Love to see it. Very cute. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You know who should be brought back? Okay. Who? Are Wes and Megan single? I'm probably. Yeah. I mean, they're all fucking single. I feel like it would be great to bring back like Wes and Megan. Although I will say when they did this on Australia and brought back Mitch and Tina and they just got back together, that was really boring. So annoying. In the most recent season. But I think that's just because like they had just been together. So I think it was too easy for them to fall back in. But if you were to bring back Wes and Megan who were together years ago. I don't know. Maybe they can also do do things and kind of learn from Australia to keep them apart so that yeah. um, we don't get just like a boring season of people rekindling. Yeah. Okay. Bring back also Kaz and mm-hmm. Liberty. Liberty? Yep. Yeah. They're best They've friends. got a great dynamic duo. Yeah. They have a joint TikTok account. Bring back Coco? Bring back Coco. Yeah. Yeah. And... <laughs> I hate myself for saying this, but if you're going to bring back Coco, maybe bring Olivia in now that they're creating a little bit of a dynamic duo on the outside. God, another season of Olivia. (laughs) You're right. You're right. Don't I take it back. I fucking take it back. (laughs) I would also also maybe bring in, I don't know, Paige kind of, I feel like people sort of liked her, but also kind of hated her. No. You know who I would bring in from season eight instead of Paige? Gemma. Gemma. Gemma, definitely Gemma. Bring back Gemma and don't yeah. bring back Luca. Whatever you don't do, bring don't back bring Luca. back Luca. Let Gemma find Don't bring back better. Jax. Don't bring back Jax. Fox. Jax. Yeah. Okay. If they're single, and I think they are, bring back Toby and Chloe. You know who I would love to see from like early seasons? Malin. <gasps> oh my God. I just got chills. I totally forgot about her. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. I loved her. I did too. Loved yes. her. Loved her. I don't she know was dumb what the super fuck she's early doing. on. Yeah. I have no yeah. idea what she's doing either. I'm she sure. She has a baby. Oh, yeah. That's not going to happen. But I don't then. know that she has a baby daddy. I just, I can't see parents in the villa. That's fair. I can't imagine that this would happen, but if she's single and willing, obviously bring back Olivia Atwood. Duh. I think she's engaged, though. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, she definitely is. God, I know. Okay, well, fine. If you yep. can't bring her back and we're already bringing Amber and Kem back, bring Chris, Chris. back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think, like, Chris and Kem dynamic duo and, like, the Liberty Kaz dynamic duo would be fun. I feel like that's a pretty good cast. You're welcome, producers, for putting together a cast for you that will be the best season ever and i simply can't wait to watch and recap how did you hear that this next season is the one that they're going to be doing all star for i don't know maybe i'm wrong i saw that it was on their twitter but they didn't say when oh holy shit Oh, <laughs> this this article says Olivia Atwood also joked on her Instagram that she would love to go back into the villa, but the Love Island 2017 contestant is currently engaged to Bradley <laughs> Dack, so we can't see her featuring on the spinoff anytime soon. Yeah. Next year, apparently, it will air, it says, okay, maybe not season two. Whenever it happens, I'm here for it. Same. So we'll see. It may or may not be happening this summer. It may or may not be happening at all, but... 
we're here for it. As always, please follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at She's Got The Chat. Please rate and review us. If you leave us a five-star review, we may read it here, starting with this one. This is from Daphne2222. Best new Love Island podcast, five stars. Thank you. Wow, this is such a great Love Island recap pod. Mara and Ari have very smooth and lovely voices to listen to, and their takes are very relatable. I definitely (laughs) recommend this podcast to anyone who watches Love Island UK. Share with your friends, your families, your mates. Thank you, Daphne. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's all the housekeeping we have for this week. We're very excited to get into it and start chatting about this week. So without further ado, let's Let's chat. chat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, episode 55, which I have deemed the he said, she said episode. Mm -hmm. They're having their party. They're dancing around. And then we cut to a conversation with Ron and Lana. Ron says that he feels like Shaq's comment is still playing on his mind. If we're talking about everyone's situation, they might say one made Lana his girlfriend because everyone likes Lana. That's outrageous. And he really wants to talk to him about it. And Lana says that the comment he made seemed personal. Ron says he doesn't think he meant it as an attack, but he thinks Shaq thinks that Ron is playing it safe and playing a game. Shaq and Tanya chat, and Shaq says, I hope that Ron didn't take that personally. Tanya's like, he did. He's going to speak to you. Shaq feels like he wasn't wrong, so he doesn't want to apologize. And then Ron does come over to pull Shaq. In their chat, Ron brings up the comment, and he says it was a big deal for him to ask Lana to be his girlfriend and that he doesn't want to plant seeds of doubt in Lana's head. Shaq says it wasn't to doubt you guys and that he was just looking at all sides of the situation from a public angle. Shaq praises Ron for their relationship and he hopes he didn't take it personally. Ron says it wasn't that, but he knows it wasn't coming from a bad place and they hug. Shaq ITMs that he was looking at it from the public angle. Ron then walks over to Lana on the daybeds. Uh, he explains that the conversation was fine. It was easily squished. And Lana asks if Shaq had apologized and Shaq didn't. But Ron doesn't seem to. Ron's not upset about that. Lana then asks if he thinks there's a divide. And Ron says yes, because Tom, Casey and Will are the three musketeers. And then it cuts to that crew talking and they're talking about the lack of kissing and sexual chemistry with Ron and Lana. About sexual chemistry, though, I just couldn't imagine them having sex. I don't know why. I don't know why. I didn't want to go out for that one either. Ron kind of came into the villa thinking that he was going to be the big man on mm-hmm. campus and he was going to be the one that was in the middle of all the friendships and that kind of held things together. And that has not yeah. been how it's gone for him. And I think that this week we really get a sense of how much he is jealous of this friendship between so Casey, jealous. Tom, and Will that he's not really mm-hmm. a part of. Also, this is just a funny moment of Tom saying that he can't imagine Ron and Lana having yeah. sex, honestly. Same. <laughs> <laughs> kind of same. Yeah. That's why I was like, I don't think they fucked in the hideaway. Well, there it's was also no implied it. boning. Right. But yeah. Right. So we now see Sanam, Sammy, Tom, and Ron talk. And Ron is sharing. How are you feeling, Ron? What, just in general? Today's challenge. And the head changing one. I completely get that. When I was a viewer, mm. I thought the people who create the most drama, mm. they're the ones that's game. Mm. And then I thought the ones who have their drama nice and early, 
and then mm. get comfy and treat it like a holiday, they're the ones who are probably like, they just cruise. And I can see why people probably thought, oh, Lana and Ron are just cruising through. Yeah. I'm not bothered by any of that. Because I know I'm not. Mm. Otherwise, I would never have made her my girlfriend. It means too much to me. Well, as long as you're so happy, that, that is all that matters, really. Mm. Mm. At this point, I think you'd be found out if you was a game player or fake. Yeah. It'd be very hard to hide it, wouldn't it? So Ron is basically using this as a way of saying that at this point, I think that you would be found out if you were a game player or if you were fake. He's trying to use it as a means to like back himself up. Mm-hmm. But obviously Sammy is like, um, side eye, what's going on here? For him to say at this point, you would be found out by the villa if you were a game player. Well, at this point, the whole villa kind of thinks that Ron is a game player. Game player. So. 100%. It kind of reminds me of the whole Jake and Liberty thing mm-hmm. and how, like, their whole relationship completely deteriorated in the last week, basically because people found out that Jake was a game player. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I feel like it's rare for us to see Islanders talking about themselves as viewers or, or oh, when I was watching the show. Like, obviously oh, they yeah. do and we talk about that they know the game and they obviously know what's coming. They obviously know how to play the mm-hmm. game, but to see it so blatantly talked about, what did you, what was your thought? I love the open gameplay speech. I really do. Oh, it's tough. Cause like there is a sense of, I think the more interesting thing about the comment is not what Ron said, but about the fact that Sammy immediately thinks you just told us your game plan. Because mm. to me that says she's playing a game too. She's listening. She's calculating. And she's, she's like, that is so Ron. dumb. I would never lay my game plan out on the table Bingo. like that. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, that's the more interesting part of this conversation. Because it's like, we know Ron. We know Ron's paying attention. He's so concerned. And we really see that play out here in the rest of this episode. He's so concerned about what everybody thinks about him. Mm-hmm. Because he knows he needs to be well-liked by everyone in the villa and by the public audience in order to get to the end. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's very clear, but Sammy is like, okay, dingbat. Like you just shared like exactly what you're trying to do basically mm-hmm. with us. Mistake. <laughs> is Ron right? I think Ron is right. I think that it is generally those couples that, and we've discussed this in the past, like when mm-hmm. um, Shaq and Tanya were so quick to tell each other that they loved each other early on in the season. I remember us being like, that doesn't, that's not how you play this game. What are you going to do now? Yeah. How are you going to like come apart and come back together and then be a strong couple that the public roots for and i don't think i mean they've they've done something but i think that ron is absolutely right in his laying out kind of a good strategy good strategy 100 percent. he's definitely right i will say i think it's starting to change and shift a little bit which is why i think like this season has felt a little bit different than other seasons in the past I think the audience is looking for something new and fresh. Like they loved the enemies to lovers storyline of Ekansu and Davide. And that does still play into this general timeline where they had these issues and they were able to sort it and be together. But Ron is playing the old couple years ago strategy of 
let me have my eyes wander a little bit and then always be loyal, come back, and then don't fuck around in Casa and be good to go for the rest of the season. Mm. That's kind of an old, already told storyline that we've heard a number of times. And I think the general public is getting tired of hearing it and we want something fresh and something new. So, like, he's definitely right, but I think it's starting to shift. Mm. That's a good take. What do you think? No, I agree with you. I think that another variation on that strategy that you just laid out is the Mm -hmm. be super good and then do fuck around in Casa, come back Mm -hmm. from Casa, make it up to each other, ride it out from there. Yeah, but that's what Shaq and Tanya did. That did not pan out well for them. Or hasn't. Uh, Kind of has. Well, I just think Tanya played it horribly. And yeah, all of these there is a range within these strategies of like doing it well and not doing it well right you also have to be the kind of character that the audience likes in order for this yep. to be effective yeah i don't think that ron is and i don't think that tanya is so it's yeah. actually interesting maybe the ron and lana storyline and the Shaq and tanya storyline and obviously like we're not at the very end yet so we don't know if either of them win but we know that they both make it to the end of the season um if not right. the finale we are seeing kind of the death of those strategies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you kind of like sparked something in my mind. Like, I think it's less about the couple's journey and more about the people themselves. Like, I think of like Ekansu and Davide. We liked their storyline, but what we really liked were Ekansu and Davide yeah. because Davide is fucking hilarious and Ekansu is a nutcase. And it's like, <laughs> they're personalities is really what made people like them on top of their relationship but I think it goes to show it's less about your couple's journey and more just about like who you are as a person you have to first and foremost be a good character yes yeah it's a it's a tricky game Oh, I always think about um, it's very complicated (laughs) I can see when Dabre sitting around the fire pit and she's mad about something and Davide just goes Ekinsu is back (laughs) (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. they were so iconic oh my god they're so funny I think that they're a great example and I I've thought about this so much because ever since our first episode aired I was like god damn it I should have said Ekinsu is my favorite islander not Mara Mm. even though I do I love Mara Higgins The reason that I feel like that was just not my favorite season is because of how toxic the other Islanders were. But Ekansu and Davide are, without a doubt, one of the best couples to come out of the show. And I think that what we're talking about in this moment with kind of creating a character for yourself, it's not only important in in the show, but also once they get out, like, even if they had had the perfect storyline as a couple, they would not have had the success that they have if they weren't so individually beloved. I agree. All right. Okay. Back to the show. So <laughs> Casey and Rosie have a chat and Rosie asks Casey if the, if he thinks the relationship is one sided and if she's more into him than he's into her. And he's like, what makes you think that? And she says, I feel like I always have to come up to you. And she came in and made it really clear that she wanted to get to know him. And he was like, from the start, I said that I was really happy with Claudia, but then I fell for you and I feel like I've been affectionate. And then he says, maybe I should get more jealous, but that's not really who I am. I do really like you. Just kind of like reiterating his like for Rosie. Yeah. And then Sammy, Tom, and Jesse have a conversation. Sammy repeats Ron's statements. He said, oh, yeah, as a watcher, 
in my eyes, the people that get all the drama out of the way at the beginning yeah. and then cruise through at the end mm. are the ones that um, aren't playing a game. But, my love, you just revealed your whole game plan <laughs> just in that <gasps> sentence. Ron, Lana, and Rosie then have a conversation. Rosie recounts the conversation she had with Casey. And Ron says that to prepare for the outside, the only way to do that is to spend more one-on-one time with each other. And he says about Casey, instead of staring at you all day, he could pull you for a combo. And then Ron shares that he thinks the whole I'm a slow burner thing is a cop-out and that Casey just loves being one of the three musketeers. And he could go anywhere and Rosie will still be there. Like, that's how Casey's feeling. And he suggests to Rosie that she give it some space and see where it goes. And then he ITMs that he thinks that Casey needs a little bit of a chase. In the morning, we see our BCGC super split up, tiny little groups chatting. Tom recounts Ron's game strategy to Shaq as Sammy recounts it to Rosie. Rosie is like, I cleared the air with Casey, but that she was telling Ron and Lana about it. And Ron thinks that Casey prioritizes his time with the boys over his time with Rosie. Sammy says, oh my God, this man. (laughs) Rosie says he is trying to get in my head. And Jesse says he's playing a game. Everyone is talking about how Ron and Lana were super loud and giggling in bed last night. And they're like, this is different from how they normally are. They must have been trying to prove a point. I know. What did you think of that? I mean, I think that Ron is just fucking up with the villa. Like, for him to basically say his strategy, which, as we've Mm -hmm. said, is a fair strategy, Mm -hmm. but then also simultaneously be, like, undermining other relationships and kind of trying to get in other Islanders' heads, I think is just a one-way track towards being hated in the villa. And I think that, unfortunately, like, all the Islanders are kind of turning against them. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, Ron and Lana give brother-sister yeah, to me. totally. Like, they should be on yeah. Siblings or Dating Instagram. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It is horrifying, but Ron and Lana belong there. And, <laughs> like, I don't know. I kind of am with the Islanders from what we've seen, at least. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think that, like, I think that maybe it's Ron's insecurity around the, like, Three Musketeers situation. It's getting into his head. And he's just, like getting himself into trouble with all the shit that he's saying. Like he's just not thinking twice. Definitely. And he needs to be more more calculating, believe it or not. Or he just needs to be calculating in a different way. He's going about this in a like, okay, well I'm not the main friend of everyone in the villa, so I guess I'm just gonna like undermine all of the other couples and just go all in on my relationship. Yeah. I I don't know what's challenging because, like, obviously they're at the end of the season so they can do whatever they want. They still, I'm sure, I know that Ron wants to win. Like, 100% Ron wants him and Lana to win. Sammy and Tom then have a conversation and she tells Tom about Ron's comment to Rosie. Tom says he thinks that Casey is with Rosie more than he was with Claudia. And then Rosie comes over and she talks about the Ron comment. Sammy says she thinks that it's going to piss Casey off. Tom is annoyed as well. Casey comes over and they tell him what's going on. Casey then says, I've been with you more than the boys. Rosie agrees. And then he asks them if he should go and speak to Ron. And Sammy's like, yes, like 
If it were me, I would pull him right away. And Rosie reiterates that she thinks that Ron was trying to get in her head. Casey then leaves and Ron comes over. Rosie says he wants to chat with you about our chat last night. And he doesn't get why you said that. And Ron ITMs that he's confused. Ron tells Lamas, Nam, and Kai about the situation and says that he doesn't understand why he needs to talk to Casey. Sanam says, make it make sense. Lama ITMs that Ron didn't say anything bad. And then back on the daybeds, Rosie recounts all of this mess to Jesse and Will. It's just so much of like Islander talking to Islander talking to Islander. Just like everyone's telling everyone everything that's going on. (laughs) Every sentence that we have written is like, Rosie then tells... Casey and Kai about Mm -hmm. what Ron told her about Mm -hmm. Sanam and Lana and then Sanam and Lana tell Kai and Casey about like it's (laughs) yeah it's it's constant it's I understand why you called this episode he said she said yeah (laughs) it's literally like the amount I wrote recounts is insane yeah (laughs) all right so Casey ends up pulling Ron Ron says he's really confused why they're having this conversation. Casey tells him what he was told. Ron says, I never said prioritize. I just thought you'd like to spend your time with Will and Tom. Casey says it looks really snaky that he told her to take a step back. And Ron says, Rosie was talking about the one-sided question. And Ron said, don't deep it. Casey says, so you're basically saying you have my back. And they decide they want to call over Rosie and Lana. So the girls come over. And then Casey kind of gets them up to speed. And Lana says, that's not the way it was said. Rosie says, but you did say to me that he can look all he wants, but if he's not doing anything. And then Ron's like, are you joking? And then Lana's upset, and she says, we were offering you advice. And Rosie says, Ron, you said it's not going to work on the outside if you don't spend time together. Ron and Lana are both like, what are you talking about? They're laughing, saying, Rosie, come on. And then she's like, well, roll the tapes then. And I said, okay, we will. I said that. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Okay, we will. I had a chat with Casey. Oh, did you? I just thought it was best just to, like, get it out. Yeah. He was like, oh, my God, no. Like, I feel like I'm, like, always staring at you. Like, he was like, I feel like I always want to be around you and all of this stuff. So, and he said to me, like, I do really, That's really good. like you. And yeah. And he is a slow burner, and I knew that, like, from the get-go. If you want to prepare yourself for the outside world, you need to get to know you a lot quicker. Mm. And the only way you can do that is by spending more one-on-one time with you. Mm-hmm. And, like, like you say, if, instead of staring at you all day, go and pull you for a conversation, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I think the slow burner thing's a bit different, because in here there's a bit of a, like, sometimes can be a bit of a cop-out. Mm. But I think he loves being one of the three musketeers a lot. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's like he said, the fact that there's no one else in here, mm. he can go anywhere he wants and he knows that he'll have you sort of thing, like mm. there. Yeah. Um, but that's just Casey, isn't it? It's like, yeah. and I would say just just keep a little bit of space, yeah. see, where, see where he goes. Mm. For me, I walk out the door and I'm looking for Lana because I just want to spend as much time with Lana as possible. Whereas I feel like Casey probably comes out and he looks for Tom and Will. Um, rather than Rosie. He needs a little bit of chase, so if she steps back a little bit, maybe he can chase her. We cut over to Kai and Sanam saying to Shaq and Will that Rosie is just chatting shit and lying, and then cut back to Ron and Lana, Casey and Rosie. Ron's accusing Rosie of manipulating the situation. Ron says, I understand why you pulled me for this, but this is between you two. Rosie's like, don't make it out 
to be like, I've made this all up and then cut back to Shaq. He says, someone's got to give this guy an Oscar (laughs) in regards to Ron talking his way out of this yet again. What do you think? Whose team are you on for all of this? Rosie, 100%. Same. Like, she's right. She did go up to Ron and Lana and say, things just went great. Casey reassured me. And then Mm -hmm. Ron is just seeing... He's letting his jealousy take control of the situation and he mm-hmm. wants bad things for the couples that are a part of this friend group that he's not a part of. He's like, must take down Rosie and Casey, Sammy and yeah. Tom, Jesse and Will because I wanted to be the big man on campus and I'm not. So fuck y'all. Yeah. Ron is gaslighting the fuck out of Rosie in this conversation. And Lana is too. I know I I was shocked honestly because it's just like obviously we as the viewer just saw this conversation it's fresh Mm -hmm. in our minds and you're like no Ron you did say all that shit how are you trying to go back and say that you didn't say that stuff like word for word Rosie was recounting it her memory was very clear about what happened right right yeah also love the awareness that Rosie has of like okay Ron like roll the fucking tapes then like we're being recorded and like we're literally being recorded thank you for setting us up we did roll the tapes Rosie and we're on your side yeah 100% (laughs) (laughs) okay We now see a chat between Casey and Rosie. Casey is saying that he's confused. Rosie is saying, you're making it out like I have made this into an issue. Casey says, that's why I brought you over here, so that you could back up what you've told me. Rosie says, believe what you want. Casey says he feels stuck in the middle, but that he does believe her. Rosie says that they are denying things that were said. True. Mm -hmm. Casey says he wants to focus on them instead of that combo, which is a good redirect. Very good redirect. We now see Lana and Rosie chat. Rosie wants to clear the air between them. And Lana says that everything got taken out of context. No, it did not. I feel like (laughs) Lana is just in this situation where she's like, well, fuck, I just have to be on on side now Mm -hmm. for everything, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like... It's not like she has another option in the villa. Right. I don't know what I would do if I were in Lana's shoes at this point, but I know. All I can say is that I can't imagine them making it on the outside world past the point of the rewatch of this season. Because I think Lana's like, gonna literally. be like, what the fuck? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I know I would have I thought the same about Luca and Gemma, but they did eventually break up, so Yeah. Well, like you told me a few days ago that they got back together. <laughs> So sorry. It's just a rumor that was spread on TikTok. Oh, please, Gemma, if you're listening, don't do it. Don't do it, oh sweet my God. girl. Don't she do she it. like literally replied to like a random person's TikTok insinuating it. And she was like, this is not true. Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Cool. I panicked. Anyway, I could yeah. imagine them. I could imagine them going down a similar route of like maybe trying to make it work on the outside just to kind of shut down the haters. But this is not going to be a long term relationship. Lana says, I am not trying to say that you are a liar. And Rosie's like, maybe I took it wrong. And then they squash it. Yeah. This is why women are superior. They're just like, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Like, yeah. we just misunderstood each other. Great. Like, kisses. <laughs> they did handle it well. Yeah. They did. Lana and Rosie are both really mature. So mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. Um, Casey then goes and tells basically everyone else what's going on. <laughs> and he says that Ron denied everything. And Casey says he doesn't trust Ron. Tanya says Lana wouldn't lie. And Shaq's like, but she would take Ron's side. Mm-hmm. And 
Then we see a conversation between Sammy and Lana. And Sammy says, I need to have this conversation with you, but I heard this comment and I'm not slamming Ron, but she tells Lana about the game plan comment that Ron made. And Sammy says to me, he said he had no game plan, but then he stated one. And Lana's like, I feel like this is blown out of proportion. Yeah. And I think that this is where Sammy is kind of losing it. Like she's been a great player this whole season and I was disappointed in her this week i think that she's kind of putting a damper on her relationship with tom by getting Mm. into this drama and Mm -hmm. i think honestly like lowering their chances of winning the season unfortunately because they've been my winners for a few weeks now Mm -hmm. she's really getting herself involved in this drama in a way that i i personally don't think she needs to she is getting messy and it's probably not necessary agreed it's nighttime now and we see a chat between sammy and lana Lana says that she feels like it's been attack Ronde and that she doesn't think that what he said was meant in the way that the other Islanders are taking it. Sammy says that he comes across as strategic and Sammy's like, everyone knows about the comment. This is where I'm like, Sammy could take a little bit more accountability as well because she's like, I just want you to know, Lana, that like everyone in the villa is talking about this. But she could have been like... I took it as a strategy and I told people and like other people are agreeing and just so you know people are talking about it now but she kind of removes herself from the situation. She does. She does. Yeah. Yeah. Shaq tells Tom that all of this seems sketchy. Tom says if I was Ron and I knew a girl was blatantly lying and he does actually care about Casey surely you would want Casey to know the truth. Shaq agrees that he would call her out on it, and Shaq says, I don't think that Rosie would pull out of thin air, but I also don't think that Lana would lie. Lana and Ron are then having a conversation. She says, the whole villa is talking about us. I've 100% got your back, and then she tells him about the game plan comment that Sammy shared. The way that she brings this up to him is like how you would bring up upsetting news to a child. Yeah. Where you're like, before I tell you anything, sweetie, like, just so you know, I'm on your side. Don't mm-hmm. get upset, but, like, I do need to tell you that daddy ate the last cookie. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she has to, like, exactly. prepare for his reaction and try yes. to preemptively <laughs> mitigate it. I hate that. Same. Ugh. Not good. Not no. a good sign. Not a no. good sign. Red flag. <laughs> Red flag. Yeah. She, Lana says that she's really mad that no one said anything to his face, and Ron says that he could lose his head, and he wants to talk to Kai and Sanam first because they were there. And then they go over to Kai and Sanam, and Lana kind of recounts everything. Kai says, all of this came from a silly game. You guys are a strong couple, and everyone's just trying to pin you on this. And Ron asks who started this. He says the only other people there were Sammy and Tom. Ron says, Lana, I know you don't want me to get into drama, but I will flip. And Lana's like, I'm okay with it because I'm fuming too. So it is now episode 57, and we see Ron pull Sammy. Lana is crying because she feels so bad for Ron. This is a throwback to poor baby Juan from a few weeks ago. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No one is being nice to him. (laughs) Ron says he's livid. He says that he did not say dot, dot, dot what he said. This is my Mara's Mm -hmm. note of the week. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I didn't say exactly what I fucking said. (laughs) (laughs) Sammy is like, you did say that. Ron says, the only way that it's been perceived that way is because you and Tom took it and spread it that way. 
Sammy says it was a weird comment, and Ron says that it might plant a seed in Lana's head that he is for the wrong reasons. Keep saying this, like, planting a seed in her head. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Lana is smart. Like, to me, it's, like, a little bit, like, you don't trust that Lana could, like, make a decision or an opinion herself. Do you know what I mean? Well, yes, I think so. But it's also a protective mechanism of feeling like, should I am playing a game? And, like, I don't want for people to tell her I'm playing mm-hmm. a game, like, right. for the end of the fucking season. I agree. Sammy's like, but Ron, you did say it. And Ron is like, but why are you running with it? A lot of back and forth. Sammy says, all I'm saying is that that is what you said. And people think it's weird. Ron basically then is like, okay, well, now that we've cleared it up, can you just go tell all of the Islanders that I'm not playing a game? (laughs) Unreal. I couldn't believe he asked her to do this. I could not fucking believe it. It was so funny. She's like, sorry, I can't do that. I can't influence everyone else's opinion of you at this point. And I'm not. It's the most childish thing. Yeah, truly. And also, it's like they didn't even really get to a conclusion where Sammy was like, oh, okay, I guess you're right, Ron. And then Ron was like, okay, great. Well, can you tell other people that you feel that way? She just was repeating the same things like, okay, well, you said it. He's like, okay, but can you go tell the Islanders that? You took it wrong. Right. Like, even though he didn't do anything to prove to Sammy that that was the case. Right. Right. Sammy's like, I'm sorry that it's been blown out of proportion and that you've had a shit day. But I'm not going to clean up your mess. Yeah. She then ITNs that she'd like to say that conversation went well, but it didn't. And he was trying to hold her accountable for everyone's opinions. And she's just not having that. We then see Kai give Ron a hug and... Ron says now he has to clean up a mess on people's opinions and no one's come to him about how they feel. And then Ron joins Lana, Tanya and Sanam on the daybeds and he tells them how Sammy isn't going to go to the others to retract her statement. And he's like, I have to clean up a mess that it shouldn't be a mess. Tanya's like, really? Do you need to clean up anything, though? Like, I don't think anyone thought you were game playing. It was just an odd comment. Like, you're overly concerned with what everybody else is thinking. And also Ron continuing to be like, well, now I'm going to go to all the other Islanders and clean this up is just turning it into more of a storyline. A hundred percent. So weird. In the morning, we see Sammy, Lana and Rosie chatting. Lana is upset and says that things don't feel the same in the villa and that nobody really had had her back the day before. She felt like she didn't have anyone to turn to. And Sammy says, we definitely do have your back. In the bedroom, Ron says, I don't want you guys thinking that I'm playing a game. And Casey says, we aren't all sitting around giving our opinion on you all the time. I really don't care. Ron says, I have to clean up a mess. And Shaq is like, I don't think you do. <laughs> this is just like the theme, the back and forth of Ron being like, I have to clean this up now. And every other island yeah. being like, no, it's fine. Just like drop it. Yeah. Uh, um, Shaq is like, we have to be civil, but we don't have to all be friends. Not everyone is going to have a good opinion of you. So then Sammy tells the girls in the makeup room that Lana is down, and then she suggests that the girls have breakfast together. They set up a breakfast with muffins and fruit. Lana's crying. They all say something nice to her, how much they love her and value her. I thought this was sweet. Yeah, it was sweet. But so this is so I saw that Olivia was commenting on this scenario, 
saying that this was all just set up by the producers to make Sammy and the other girls look better and not like they were isolating Lana. But Olivia was basically insinuating that these girls would not have done this on their own if not pushed by producers. I mean, sure. Maxwell was there with her and he was like, yeah, because they had those muffins. We never got those muffins. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Then let's talk about all the shit that you did with and without the producers pushing you, Olivia. I know. But yeah, that was just one example of some of the stuff she's been saying since she's been out. I will say I do think the situation made Sammy look really good. Regardless of if this was producer driven or not, Sammy Mm -hmm. came out looking really, really good. I agree. So Sammy and Tom then have a conversation. Tom says he feels bad for Lana And Sammy says, if everyone had such an opinion, they should have just said something to Ron. Sammy feels bad that Lana didn't feel supported last night. And she thinks that the divide stems from the boys. And Tom says that Ron and Lana go and sit up there with Kai and Sanam. But Tom is now wondering if it's kind of more on him and the other boys. The Islanders get a text, and it is talent show night. Talent show night. It's nighttime. They're getting ready. Tom calls little Peppa Pig. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wait Ari what would you do if this was your talent oh, no <laughs> if you had to do a talent uh, um I feel like I would probably just like be one of the girls every season that does a karaoke duet with another girl uh-huh that'd be us the the Jesse Rosie route uh-huh yeah yeah I would definitely sing that's like easily my best talent yeah I'm trying to think of something else that's funnier though that would be good to do I don't know but I wanted to do a quick shout out to some of the greatest talent show show talents in Love Island history uh Kara's fucking fire breathing Mm -hmm. from season two Mm -hmm. Shanice and Luke dancing TikTok stars Mm -hmm. also Paige that's um same season singing Mm -hmm. she was great Mm -hmm. any other favorites obviously India's terrible reporter (laughs) (laughs) there's also Millie I saw a really funny meme that was going around of Millie playing the piano, India on the recorder, and then Casey on the trumpet being like, <laughs> they should make a band. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I think those are, I mean, India is just always the one that I think goes the most. It's so iconic. funny. Yeah. And we tried to, we got a tiny <laughs> recreation of it, but it didn't quite hit the same level for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So we first see Shaq. And Pony is playing and he strips. And I was like, I think he just wanted to redo the heart rate challenge. (laughs) (laughs) He probably did. He probably did. Yeah. Lana is next and she does a magic trick. Oh my God. They're playing Harry Potter music. I was super (laughs) impressed with this. I was until the end when Shaq and Tanya, she's like, this isn't your card. (laughs) I know. Okay. Well, and I know that these things are... There's like a pattern to it and you can like figure things out based on like yeah. where they are in the deck and all of this sort of stuff. Like I, I understand how this works, yeah. but I will say that I think it's usually like a trick where you say to one person or to one pair of people right. or whatever, this is your card. I was impressed that it was one trick in which she was guessing everyone's cards Everyone. and got most yeah. of it right. Yeah. Yeah. I was still impressed. I will. She got Shaq and Tani wrong. Yeah. I I agree. She did a great job. It's, it wasn't impressive. I, w- I was like playing it through my mind. Like, how was she doing this trick? I, I think you're right. I think it was just a matter of like where they were being collected. And I think it took a lot of memorization. Exactly. To remember like 
where she put them. No, exactly. Yeah. That's why I was impressed, and I'm not surprised that yeah. she like messed one up. But I thought it was good, and I love that yeah. she was like, "This is a party trick that my dad taught me." I know. I liked that too. That was cute. But also, if you are coming onto this show, yes, you need to have something prepared. You better have a good fucking talent. Lana had this prepared. Ron mm-hmm. had something prepared. Mm-hmm. They are mm-hmm. players. Also, I think Casey was was a shout out to the Indias and the Millies. Oh yeah, we'll get there in a second. Okay. Yeah. Tanya dances next. It's fine. Kai draws. He uh, has Will model for him, <laughs> and all the picture. boys are like, "Well, can you stop humping the grapes?" <laughs> He was doing the absolute most. <laughs> Jesse and Rosie go next and they sing Don't Cha by the Pussycat Dolls. And Don't they sing it pretty poorly. And yeah. I'm disappointed. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? me. Don't, you. Don't you wish her? Don't you? Don't you? Don't you, baby? Don't, Don't you? you. <laughs> yeah, it was not great. No. Sammy is next and she does a tap dance and I thought that she was actually decent wait oh shit was this on unseen bits that we saw her tap dancing no this was um in the talent show no 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 no. before this it must have been oh, unseen bits it must have been because I hadn't seen her do yeah, it there was a whole scene of her teaching Tom how to tap dance amazing so I wasn't surprised about this at all I thought that it would have been cute for them to come out and do their tap dance together since she had taught him but I'm sure that maybe he didn't oh. have like tap shoes for big man feet i don't know yeah maybe that's yeah. a silly excuse but um yes i knew that she was a tap dancer because of that so very yeah. cute i love that ron then comes out and he solves a rubik's cube in 90 seconds he does it in a minute and 29 seconds yeah unreal i was actually like finding myself getting nervous i was like i was getting hurry, really ron, nervous <laughs> i was like he's not gonna do it he's I not know. gonna make it <laughs> They were also playing Stranger Things music over the entirety <laughs> of this. And I was like, what is this? Why are they playing this music? <laughs> also, so I work at a school. We had a talent show at school recently. And we had a kid do this Rubik's Cube for the talent show. And I, I think the kid beat Ron's time. Yeah, I mean, it's not like an unheard of talent. No, not at all. But it is one that I don't have. Definitely, definitely cannot do this. No. no, no. All right. We now see Casey play the trumpet. It's raining. He's really bad. He plays Frere Jaca. How do you say that? Frere Jaca? Frere Jaca. I just didn't know how the fuck to spell it. She said, <laughs> the way you spelled it is Fairy Jacessa. Jacessa. <laughs> And then you write, is this an homage to Frere India? Jaca. Of course. Yeah. Of course it's an homage to India. Yeah. And yeah. it was good. It wasn't India level. <laughs> no. It was bad, but it was like he was doing it on purpose, which made it. I feel like India was bad, but like she wasn't being bad on purpose. Wait, really? Do you think she was? Maybe it was just me. Okay. So I think that the difference between what Millie did and what Casey and India did is that with the trumpet and with the recorder, like if you're not doing it well, it's a completely different tone that comes out. Like it's Mm -hmm. airy and squeaky in like a way that it's obviously not meant to be. Yeah. And I think that India and Casey... I mean, the thing is, like, the recorder should be easier to play than the trumpet. So that's why India's was particularly (laughs) hilarious. 
the recorder is the literal easiest instrument to play. <laughs> the literal easiest. I did it in so the, elementary school. That's why they gave it to nine-year-olds yes. to learn. Yes, <laughs> that's why exactly. that was so iconic. Like, I, know. I think that with the trumpet, it's a little bit like, okay, yeah. Trumpet's like it's, hard. It's a hard instrument. You, like, have to vibrate yeah. your lips in a certain way and, like, ooh. Yeah. So... I don't know. I get it. I felt like they both knew that they were playing it bad. I didn't think that Casey was as funny as India. Like he was. I agree. He was just kind of like, "What do you mean? I killed it!" Like he couldn't even like yeah. laugh at himself. He couldn't. I know. I didn't like that. Yeah. No. Not for me. So Nam then comes out and she is crying on demand. Apparently, so her talent yeah. is crying on demand, and she will be demonstrating that via a story. Right. Love Island. The story that she is dramatically recounting. And as she starts, it's kind of raining on her and she's looking up and is ITMing that the rain is helping her cry. And she does eventually get a tear out. It's pretty funny. She's kind of laughing. The Islanders are laughing at her. And Kai ITMs that he's nervous that she can cry on demand. This is one of those things where it's like, if you don't have a talent, which it seems like Mm -hmm. Sonata may not, (laughs) like... It's a pretty impressive thing to put yourself out there to do. Yeah. I don't know. She should have, like, given someone a therapy session. That should have been her talent. (laughs) I will beat you in, like, a minute. (laughs) I would have been like, and I am now going to talk about all of the different ways that power and control can be exerted in a romantic relationship. (laughs) My talent is going to be calling all of you boys out. Like a TED talk. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. (laughs) Oh, just kidding, just kidding. Actually, that would have been last season. This season, it would have been calling out Tanya and. Oh, I know. So true. Yeah. Okay, so Will is next. He does a rap, but his rap is like roasting the other Islanders, Mm -hmm. and I thought his roasts were all pretty good. They were very good. And it was also received well, which is always very well received. A bit scary, but I think that. And I remember Jesse ITMing during this moment, like only mm-hmm. only Will could get away with that. And I think that's yeah. very true. It's so true, a hundred percent true. Yeah. And then Thomas last, he comes out and he's singing "Just the Way You Are" by Bruno Mars, and he's very bad so at it, bad. but he's really putting on a show, so it kind of makes up for it. Oh yeah. It's just great. I loved the talent show. Never, never, <laughs> never take it away. It's one of those classic Love Island moments that I look forward to every season. It's a good one. It's a good one. We end this episode with news that the public will be voting for their favorite couple. Yeah. And moving into episode 58, it is morning in the villa and everyone is happy about the talent show. They talk about how much fun it was. Everyone makes fun of Casey for how bad he was. And then the guys chat about how this whole experience is coming to an end. Kai and Snom chat and Kai says that her crying on spot is a warning sign. (laughs) (laughs) Basically saying it's a red flag. Yeah. She laughs and says, it's a talent, not a red flag. (laughs) He says, have you used it before? And she says, yeah. (laughs) He's like, I won't believe you if you cry in front of me. (laughs) I know. (laughs) So funny. So funny. We get a text and it is a couple's challenge. The cocktail shake up. 
for this challenge, the Islanders have a tray of glasses on top of like a helmet that they're wearing and the boys have to splash water into the glasses and then the girls move across the field and fill up big cocktail glasses on the other side and the first one to fills it up wins and then the boys and the girls switch switch roles and i said that in the past this would have been a challenge that they had to do with their mouths <laughs> yes appreciate yes. it but i'm and also I was like, like Ugh. you could have just not done the challenge i don't really care it would have been funnier if they were baby birding each other <laughs> oh yeah you're right i forgot that she's got the chat took a hard stance on bring back the mouth challenges <laughs> I mean, you're right. Like, it's this just so doesn't pack gross. the same punch. It's so gross. It but doesn't. this is like. It does not pack the truly same Truly contributed nothing to, to this week. So they could have yeah. not done it or they could have done it with their mouths. Kai and Sanam exactly. end up winning. Yes. Then it is nighttime in the villa and we see a BCGC and the girls say that they're so happy to be with each other in this final week. Casey says he's never laughed so much in the last six weeks and. All the boys really appreciate each other. Lana asks if anyone's close to saying I love you. Sammy does a little smirk and takes a drink. Kai says that he wants to go out with the boys at least once a month. Good luck to that, Kai. <laughs> As Tanya says, in her head, Shaq is her boyfriend, but when he asks, she wants it to be extravagant. Tom and Sammy then have a conversation, and Tom says that he's really excited to be official in the future, and he says, I didn't think I'd fall for somebody, but I have. And Sammy says that she'll make more sense to him once he meets her friends and family and that she's excited for their future. This entire nighttime BCGC and couples chats is to me so clearly like they know that somebody's going home yes. that night. Like the producers are yeah. like, all right, now everyone get together and talk about what you mean to each other. Like literally this entire section of the show is just all of them being like, wow, what a ride. This has been so amazing. Wow. I love you. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm so lucky to have you. Wow. You know, this has been the best time yeah. of my life. Yeah. Jesse and Will are chatting and they talk about maybe moving in together. She's saying that she'll support him through lambing season and bring him lunch. <laughs> He's like, my mom does that. <laughs> and she's like, I'll hang out with your mom. I know. Will says that he feels excited and he's made the best friends and met the love of his life. Jesse says that she's scared and she really wants things to go right when they leave. Casey and Rosie chat and he says, I feel like I joke with you a lot, but I want to have a serious chat. Again, he knows. He knows he has yeah, to. He knows. Yeah. He says it's hard to express his feelings, especially early on, but he's really falling for her and he's not interested in any other girls. It's like, good. Who would you be interested in, Casey? There's no one else in the villa for you anymore. Right. Claudia gone. Exactly. He's excited for the outside and for their future. Rosie says, I feel the same. And when I'm not with you, I want to be with you. Ron and Lana then chat and they talk about what they can build together. Ron says that they're very well suited. They want similar things in the future. And then Shaq and Tanya chat. He's really excited for her to meet his family. Tanya says that her family will like him and he wants to take her to a football game. Kai and Sanam chat. He says that he's fortunate to have met her and he thinks that she will end up being his girlfriend and that they'll spend a lot of time together. Sanam says that she thinks that they're meant to be together. Very cute. cute. I know. I love them. And they, at this point, are getting such a positive response online. Yeah. Big push for Kai and Sanam. Mm -hmm. Very kind of interesting. Shocking. Yeah. 
It is and it isn't. I think that Kai, I mean, we've talked about this in the past, but like really benefited from Olivia self-destructing. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. We now see a chat between Casey, Tom and Will and they are so happy that their girls get along. They're kind of looking over at Sammy and Jesse and Rosie. Sammy, Jesse, Rosie. (laughs) (laughs) They talk about how much they love each other and how they feel like brothers. They're like, we should scream brothers. And then they're like, no, that's like going to make the other boys feel bad. <laughs> but we have to scream something. So they scream iconic. Right. I, I know. That. It was so lame. Yeah. I hated it. Hated I was it. like, ugh. <laughs> you should have screamed brothers, you stupid idiots. <laughs> Miss. Islanders get a text. Pagatfi. Can all the Islanders gather around the fire pit immediately? The public have been voting for their favorite couple, and the couples with the fewest votes are at risk of being dumped. The three couples with the fewest votes are Tanya and Shaq, Rosie and Casey, Jesse and Will. The top three couples are Sammy and Tom, Kai and Sanam, and Ron and Lana. Yeah. Just to make it clear. All of the couples with the fewest votes stand in front of the fire pit, and the couple with the fewest votes and therefore dumped from the island is Casey and Rosie. Islanders say goodbye to Casey and Rosie. Everyone is sad. Tom is crying. I know. <gasps> he was so sad to lose his boy. I know. He's so cute. <laughs> <sighs> Not surprising. Not upset about it. Yeah. It is episode 59, and it is the morning time, and babies are crying. Watching this episode every season gives me a fucking yeah. headache. <laughs> I know, I hate that. It's one of my least favorite episodes. This is one of my favorite baby episodes of all the baby episodes. I really did like this episode. But just in general, like the crying, the constant crying is so great. It's so annoying. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Into the microphone. That was good. Ron is <laughs> that he wants to take this challenge seriously because he wants kids one day. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Kai and okay, Sanam, uh name their baby Bruno. Loved it. Yeah. Shaq and Tanya name their baby Shania. You said this is after Tanya's mom. Shh. I thought that's what they said. Oh, I thought it was just a combo of their names. I mean, it is definitely a combo of their names, but I feel like Tanya's like, yes, after my mom. Huh. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Ron and Lana. Oh, God. Lana is it was like, bad. I want to name the baby Addie after my goddaughter, I think. And Ron is like, the only girl's name that I like is Arabella. And so right. they're like, oh, great. Addie Bella. Addie Bella. I'm just like, this is, they, that is what they would name their child if they had a child. A hundred percent. They're that couple. A hundred. They're that couple. Yes. Addie Bella. Mm-hmm terrible tom and sammy name their baby tammy <laughs> this is a classic to just like do a, yeah your couple's name for your kid but then will and jesse name their baby rufus after a sheep that was on will's farm that passed away i loved it rufus is a good name too it's a really good name and like they dress him up like a little farmer it's so fucking cute it's really cute it's really really cute yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh okay so lana and ron are going to sit down and rana is like ragging on lana yes he's holding the baby and coffees immediately 
and he's holding the baby and some coffees in his hand. And Lana's trying to like sit down on the beanbags and he calls her useless. He says, I've made you coffee breakfast and made the baby quiet and you haven't done anything. He calls her a fit mom who's done nothing. And I just felt like the whole time in this episode, Ron was so fucking mean to Lana. He really was. And, you know, I noticed it specifically at the end of the episode when they were talking about, like, oh, what have you done today? What have you done today in regards to, like, the parenting responsibilities that we have? But reading this back is kind of shocking. It started literally moment one. Right. Yeah. He was... I just, yeah, and, like, we'll keep hearing it, obviously, throughout the rest of this, but I just couldn't, I, I was just like, Ron, what the fuck? Like, relax. Mm-hmm. It just felt so unnecessary. Like, this is just a game. This is just, we're playing around here. It's a fake fucking baby. Right. Don't act like she's a piece of shit person just because she doesn't want to take care of a plastic doll. Yeah. It definitely Crazy. felt that way. He is yeah. very degrading to her this whole episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Shaq and Tanya now are talking about how their baby has an Audi belly button, and Tanya's like, neither of us have an Audi. Wow, like, maybe you're not the dad. Okay. Yeah. Before we even get into the implication of Tanya saying that to Shaq, belly buttons are not, that's like based on how your fucking umbilical cord falls off your body. Correct. It's not genetic. Correct. It's not genetic. No. It's totally like random and like yeah. This joke was so weird. Right. Okay, it so on top strange. of the like misunderstanding of belly buttons and how belly buttons come to be. Yeah. Also like Shaq does get upset and take mm-hmm. this personally and Tanya's like, "Oh, it's just like a fake baby. It's just a game or whatever." But like it's not an okay comment for her to make. Yeah. She goes, I haven't been with anyone else. And it's like, okay, but you have. <laughs> we all know. Right. It. And like, obviously, we right. know this isn't like your actual. Like, she just shouldn't have taken it there at all. There was absolutely no need for her to make that unearth kind of joke. that sort of recently put to bed drama. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Just unnecessary taunting on Tanya's <laughs> part. The text comes in that the boys are going away for a daddy's day. They always do this on um, baby day. But they get a second text. Don't forget to bring your babies with you. Ron gets this text and he's like, (laughs) fuck no. (laughs) Uh, They take the babies to a playground and the girls are kind of hanging out in the villa. They're just like sitting on their beds and eating. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They were so pumped. (laughs) Yeah. The girls were not into the babies this year. No, there usually aren't. No. I feel like the last couple seasons, the girls are always like, oh, fuck these babies. Yeah. Valid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're probably so emotionally drained at this point, just in general, and then to have their... Mm-hmm. Of, and it's like, if you have a baby, then yeah, it's certainly going to cry. But if everyone on the island has a baby, like, a baby mm-hmm. is crying at any given time, and that is just so mm-hmm. grating on the nerves. I can't imagine that I would enjoy it if I were in their position either, regardless of how much I want babies or not. 
Yeah, it's like one more mental breakdown for all the Islanders. Exactly, exactly, (laughs) exactly. So so the boys are playing with the babies on the playground, and Kai and Shaq talk about kinds of dads they think they will be. Kai says that he's really chill. Shaq says he would be very hands-on. Tom says that he wants kids. Ron agrees. He says that he's good with kids. And Kai says it would be awesome to have kids. Lana and Tanya chat, and Tanya tells Lana about the comment that she made of the baby not being Shaq's. Mm-hmm. Lana is like, mm, maybe he's just sensitive after Martin and the Casa situation. Like, you know, shit. Mm-hmm. This is one of those things that I feel like I constantly bring up where I'm just like, wow, like, what good insight? Like, no shit. That's the entire point. That's the reason that Tanya is telling you about this situation, because yeah. that is why he got upset about it. Like, thank yeah. you for that insight lana yeah lana asks how tanya feels about last night and tanya says it's not nice being in the bottom they're both surprised to see will and jesse in the bottom as well and tanya is confused why kai and sanam are not in the bottom interesting comment to make i think that tanya making this comment is it shows that there is a real discrepancy between the way that the Islanders are seeing Kai and Sanam and the way that the public is seeing Kai and Sanam. They don't know yeah. how good Kai and Sanam are coming off to the public. Yeah, 100%. I agree. So the boys return from, to the villa, and Ron tells Lana that when girls are good with kids, it's attractive, and she hasn't done that. Punch, punch, punch. Shut up, Ron. It's not a kid. <laughs> Right. It's a toy. Doll. Right. (sighs) It's also like being controlled by a producer, probably. Like, (laughs) a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. I would really like to be that producer. Just a side note that's like in the back. Like, whose baby's going to cry now? Whose baby's going (laughs) to shit their pants now? I don't think they actually do that, but I do love the idea of just fucking with the Islanders all day by VM. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when we were kids the like the baby borns? Baby born, baby born. Oh. Do you remember this? <laughs> or like baby alive. I think that maybe that's a newer one. Baby alive is a newer one, yeah. yeah. Where it like actually pees. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's nighttime in the villa and they have a party with the babies. There's bubbles and food and party hats. They play limbo. They have a dance competition. They play musical chairs. Kai ends up cheating and steals the chair from Lana. <laughs> so Lana automatically wins. But also, is um, it Sanam who... Or which, no, it's Je- Jesse? I don't know. One of the other girls comes in third place and they're like, this is my trick for musical chairs. Jesse. I thought yeah. this was genius and I'm going to take this... I'm going to steal it. If I ever play musical chairs. You would just always keep your butt facing the chairs. Facing you can chair. never not have your butt facing the chairs. I was like, honestly, Smart. Genius. <laughs> genius. It didn't quite work out, but no, it was she got far. Yeah. So Lana reveals that the winning parents of Baby Day are Sammy and Tom. And then the Islanders return the babies. And they sing them a group lullaby. Yeah, that was cute. We now see a chat between Ron and Lana. He says, well, I guess we can gather you're not ready to be a mom. <sighs> Fuck this guy. And then he says that he smashed it. <sighs> Lana's like, you didn't smash it that hard because someone else won. <laughs> Good comeback, Lana. And he's like, well, I'm a single dad. She says, you're Ugh. just being mean to me. Hated I, this. I hated it. I, he's such a fucking asshole to her this whole day. There's no fucking reason. There's literally no reason. All that you no need reason. to do on this day 
is be a team either like go for it with the baby or be like this is ridiculous and don't go for it but what you cannot do is turn against each other because it makes you come off fucking terribly and that's what's happening here exactly exactly jesse and will chat and they talk about kids and will says he wants to have kids what kind of mom do you think you will be? And Jesse's like, I think I'll just be a really passionate mom. Like, I'll love my kids so much, which I thought was very sweet. It's cute. Yeah. Probably accurate as well. Agreed. Um, Kyan's in chat, and he's like, I'm so tired. <laughs> but he, and he says he did this all for her because he wants her to be happy. And then Tanya and Shaq chat, and Tanya says that she was a really, uh, she was a bit annoyed because he was annoyed at her. And she says that he's she's glad that he's honest and she used a poor choice of words. And Shaq says, I didn't want to make it a big deal. I know that we went through a lot and we're over it and we're in a better place. And Tanya says, I feel like a few weeks ago we would have argued over this. They did argue over it. They did, yeah. If you're arguing about it right now, technically. <laughs> <I can't>. Okay. <laughs> We're moving on now to episode 60, and we get an immediate text as soon as the Islanders wake up, which can mean only one thing. Mm -hmm. It is time for everyone to go on their final dates. But this year, there's a little twist where on their dates, they also have to put in their vote for the couple who is least compatible, and that person could be at risk of being dumped from the island. Yeah. Why? Why, 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 why are they making them do this on the dates? I've never seen this before. We've never seen this before, no, right? I thought it was dumb. I liked in the past they'll like usually have – usually it'll happen like they'll get a text to gather around the fire pit and then they're told everyone split up into your couples and text the producers who you feel is least compatible. Yeah. And I like that more, I think. I agree because – what this does is that every single date they have to there's like a caveat they have to be like that was so great even though we had to make that horrible decision and have that really hard conversation it was still such a great date and i just feel like it puts an unnecessary damper on on the final dates that i did not like yeah i agree i don't i don't know i'm wondering if it was the hope was to like sow more paranoia in the villa Amongst the Islanders. That when somebody is out on their final date, they're making that decision and you can't see their faces or know what's going right. into it. Yeah, I guess. Right. I it's like playing in the back of everyone else's mind. I didn't thing. like it. Producers don't do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we first see that Ron and Lana get a text that they are going on their final date. They get ready and leave. And while the girls get ready, the boys are talking about the final dates and how they have to pick a couple who's least compatible. But they're all agreeing that whatever happens, happens, and there's no hard feelings. The girls chat about it, too, and say that they feel like it's going to be a very difficult decision. Yes. So Ron and Lana go on their date. They are in, like, a very wooded area by a lake or a creek, I guess, And they watch a South African choir perform a song. Um, They then have brunch in the water on like a platform. And I thought that this was really cute, but I kept just thinking of like alligators coming up to them and eating them. Okay, this is so (laughs) funny. That thought did not cross my mind a single time. But the only thing that I could think about during their date was 
how many fucking mosquito bites are they getting on their ankles right now? Yeah. <laughs> Mosquitoes. Oh, my God. But I also just am the person that gets a million bug bites. And so mm-hmm. I'm, like, very – and I feel like getting bites on your ankles are, like, particularly bad and itchy. I just it, – yeah. that was my worst nightmare. I said, also, they're listening to this music. They are so white. This is so uncomfortable. Why did they give yeah. such a white couple this date? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those were my thoughts during their I date. literally was like, why is this happening? And why is it Ron and Lana? Literally. Like, it was so it was weird because like, the setting was like beautiful, but it's just they're like standing on like the edge of a river yeah and then there's this all black choir and they're just like mm-hmm. swaying and like clapping they look so white i don't know it was i just found it really uncomfortable it was uncomfy it felt very like colonizer yes. vibes yes and i i just and especially especially in a place like south africa this is not the vibe you should be giving off like apartheid is they just got out of that it's mm-hmm. still extremely visible mm-hmm. like when you go to south africa you've got like the main like in cape town for example you've got like the main city and then there are like sections that are like gated and like run down and that is an area that a ton of like black people live where like tribes are still intact they're very segregated from like the rest of like the community yeah. it's like still actively a huge problem (laughs) totally and it feels like the people that they brought in like i have no idea and we could have definitely tried to look this up i have no idea what this choir is but yeah they're very much like making them dress up in like traditional tribal garb i'm assuming and it just felt super weird and i mean it's I, i obviously like want for those people to have their time on love island and yeah. i don't know that it would have been better if they had like just made them perform for tanya and Shaq. but i will say that or you know kind snob it just made me very uncomfortable this whole thing yeah. like watching ron and lana watch the choir ron and lana talk then about being boyfriend and girlfriend and lana says she knew it was a really big deal for ron and he says that if he makes someone a girlfriend it's meant to be forever yeah and i'm like you could save that for fiance maybe also the way that they play this moment in all of the previews and promos was ron just saying it's forever basically like they were trying to spin it as if he was saying that him and lana was forever when really what he was saying is me making somebody my girlfriend like that to me means Mm -hmm. it's forever yeah yeah and ron says he's excited for her to meet his family and friends sorry his parents and family lana says she thinks her mom will love ron she gets really emotional talk about talking about it and they both say they've loved every second of the journey they then discuss who is least compatible they start with kai and sanam they say they're the newest couple and they haven't had a test but they are good together they talk about tom and sammy they say he messed up in casa but then they worked through it jesse and will it's a 24-hour flight but they do love each other Shaq and Tanya, they've been through a lot. Lana says that they're compatible. The choir is now back, and they are singing that Lion King song. That can, you, can you feel the love tonight? Yeah. Yes. Ron and Lana are dancing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's my Did note. I write that note? No, Did you write that I note? I wrote that. Can we discuss nice. how white okay. they are? Okay. Yeah. We already did. Can we discuss, I wanted to rate the outfits. The outfits. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yes. 
So, so to go back quickly, Lana was wearing like kind of a white, a white dress, dress with like little off the shoulder sleeve situation. Yes. I did not like it and I gave it a four out of ten. I want to get a picture of it really quickly. It's okay. I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a 5 out of 10 because I think it looks really good on her. Ugh, I just think I don't like her style cuz I braided I don't everything like her style that she wore badly. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so Sammy is wearing this red long dress. Beautiful. Yeah. And she does a great like she knows when it's a moment to do like a slick back updo. Yeah. Yeah. And she pulls it off. I thought this was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. 9.5 out of 10. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10, actually, because I thought that it was simple. I think the dress itself could have been a little more jazzed up. Mm. It had like a, a really long train, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. I, I'm not a sparkly dress girly. I don't love a super sparkly dress, but just like a couple accent sparkles. Yeah. Or maybe like if she had like a statement earring. Mm. So for so. their date, Tom and Sammy drive a red Ferrari across this watery bridge situation onto an island where there's a path of rose petals into a stone building. Wow. Yeah. There's a harpist. This is wild. So wild. Like, picturesque. Very. There's a harpist, and they sit and have a meal. Mara writes, I swear to God, somebody needs to teach these kids how to open a bottle of champagne. (laughs) (laughs) Tom almost blows out a window with the cork. (laughs) (laughs) Sammy is like, you always do that. It's so fucking frustrating to me. I'm like, it is not scary or hard to open a bottle of champagne. You just take the top slowly, but surely hold the bottle. Do not flip it with your fucking thumb out into the abyss. Oh, fuck. I definitely flip it with my thumb. But I like point it it in a safe direction. You should not do that. It's going to literally take somebody's eye out or you'll break a window. Okay, well, what I usually do is I do it off my balcony. Oh, my God. But then you always have to be outside when you open a bottle of champagne. I mean, I yeah. It's right there. <laughs> Just slowly if I'm If I'm going it. to do it inside, ah. I'll do it with a towel and, like, do what you're saying and kind of twist it. And then it pops wow. off into the, like, towel. With a towel? Yeah. You don't have to do that. Pop it. I guess anytime we're drinking champagne together, I'll just <laughs> let you open the when bottle. We, when we when we go to Nashville, we'll get a bottle of sparkling and then we'll open it. You'll we'll give a little tutorial. A little tutorial. Okay, great. I can't Teach wait. Teach the kids. Or, put, or maybe I should put it on our Instagram. Okay, yeah, we'll do that. Look out for that. They talk about their relationship and Tom says that he was so happy that Sammy gave him a second chance. They talk about the poem. Sammy loved the poem. That was a great play. Tom is like, family is so big, and he knows that Sammy will get along well with his sister. Sammy says, we have so much to look forward to. And Tom really, really, really hypes this up, but basically just says that he's falling in love with Sammy. The way that he was hyping it up, I definitely thought he was going to say that he loved her. This was a very Mm -hmm. Bachelor-esque moment. They like to distinguish on The Bachelor 
between all of these different love levels, right? Like, I could yeah. see myself falling in love with you. I am falling in love with you. I love you. Are all right. very distinct things. And I found mm-hmm. that this was very reminiscent of that. But Sammy basically very. says, I feel like I'm falling, if not fallen in love so I think yeah. that she was also ready for Tom to tell her that he loved her as well but he's yeah. too smart my guess is that he's gonna save that for the declarations of love but we yep. shall see time will tell it is now time for them to make a decision they start with Shaq and Tanya and they say that they've been they are like a misunderstood couple Sammy doesn't get why they've always been in the bottom because it's obvious that they're in love but maybe the public is seeing something that we aren't yes Tanya toxic mm-hmm they talk about Ron and Lana having ups and downs. They say that they don't really know Kai and Sanam that well. They t- talk about how much they love Will and Jesse and how much Will loves Jesse and that she's planning to move to the UK. And it's kind of close between two couples. Obviously, they don't say who they pick, but they make a decision and then return to the villa. They have a BCGC where they recount the date and Tanya and Shaq get a text. Their date is next. Tanya and Shaq are in a covered garden type thing, and there are some violin players. They're playing All of Me, that song by John Legend that he wrote for Chrissy. Do you want to talk about her dress? I do. Uh, So Tanya is wearing this, like, white spaghetti strap dress that has kind of like ruffles and gold spots on it it was not for me I thought it was too much and it also kind of didn't fit her very well like it could have been more fitted I gave it a 2.5 out of 10 I was gonna give it a 2 out of 10 I hated it I hated it I'm so glad you hated it too oh no it was so ugly it was like ruffly and dumb And the girls were like, oh, she's sparkling like the sky. And I was like, they could have given her a way better dress if they wanted her to sparkle. Agreed. Ugh. So they're sitting down in their bad outfits. (laughs) (laughs) Shaq's Shaq's shirt also. Can we talk about that? Oh, I didn't even take note of what the boys were wearing. What was he wearing? Shaq was wearing this like Southwestern printed style like button up t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, why the fuck did they put him in this t-shirt? And like, she's in this dress. Completely like different tones. Like he didn't even look dressed up. He just looked like he was going to the pool. Yeah. (laughs) Unreal. So weird. (laughs) So weird. This day is weird vibes because this couple is weird vibes. So I guess in that way, I give the outfits 10 out of 10s that they just matched. They matched (laughs) how I feel about the couple. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they talk about their relationship. They talk about how they've been through some tests and Casa was hard, but Tanya says it was always Shaq. Her declaration was a big deal for him. That declaration that happened in front of Martin when she was like, mm-hmm. I love you. They feel so strong. Tanya's excited for Shaq to meet her family and she thinks that Shaq is as kind as you get. I agree with that. She's super excited to mix their lives together. And they talk about moving to Manchester. He says he wants to make Tanya his girlfriend. And she says, yes. I love that we had seen earlier Tanya talking about how whenever Shaq did make her his official girlfriend, it would have to be super extravagant because she's extra. Mm -hmm. And Shaq obviously knows that about her. And so was like, great, I'll just use the setup that the producers gave to me. Great. Here we are. I'm not going to have to do this on the outside on my own. Will you be my girlfriend? Smart move, Shaq. Very smart. Yes. (laughs) It's decision time for them. They talk about Will and Jesse. Tanya says that she feels like people underestimate them. 
and wonder if she has true intentions. Tanya feels that Jesse does. They talk about Tom and Sammy. Tom really loves Sammy and has fallen for her. Kind Sanam. They talk about how drawn to Sanam Kai was when they were in Casa. They talk a little bit about how Kai was with like Olivia and Tanyelle and like kind of compare and then discuss Ron and Lana. And they say that Ron has always treated her like an option, but that they have grown. Shaq wonders if that spark will fizzle on the outside. It will. <laughs> they then return to the villa and they have a BCGC. They recount the dates. Shaq says that he has a girlfriend. Tanya shares the same news with the girls. This just feels so anticlimactic to me because they told each other they loved each other like a month ago. Yeah. I agree. They just fucked this whole season up. Both of them. I'm sorry. As they know did. I love Shaq, but they did not play it well. No, they played it terribly. It is now episode 61, and we're going to see our final dates between Jesse and Will and Kai and Sanam. Jesse gets a text, and it is time for Jesse and Will's final date. They are barn to be together. <laughs> they go to a farm, and they hear music. Let's quickly discuss Jesse's outfit. I feel like she wasn't oh, really yeah. given a chance here because of the date. She's wearing, like, yeah. uh, jean shorts and a matching jean jacket that I, I did yeah. like. And then just, like, kind of a tank top. I gave it a five out of ten. I just felt like it was her date was not the same as the others fashion wise, like not yeah. through any fault of her own. Yeah, I'll give the outfit itself a four out of ten, but I did love her boots and mm. her boots were a solid seven out of ten for me. I loved the boots, too. I was going to go with a four, but then I upped it to a five because I feel like she did the most with what she was given, but she just wasn't yeah. given the same. The same treatment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. So they're now inside a barn and they find people dancing. They start dancing with them. The string band is playing Timber. It's going down. I'm in the Takashi. Um, were these people actors? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is they happening? They had to be, right? I, yes. I was like, why does this exist in South Africa? This is the most American shit I've ever seen. And of course they give this to Will and Jesse. It's just like all about being country. Yeah. And the farm. Yeah. It was so strange. Yeah. I did not like this date. I oh, felt well. bad for them. They deserved better. Justice for they Will and Jesse. They got really shafted with this date. Yeah. Agreed. But they always make the best of everything and seem to, like, not give a fuck and have fun anyway. And that's why I love them. That's true. We now that's see true. Jesse and Will sit down. They both thought that the barnyard dance was fun. And Will is like, I know that I messed up. And the fear of losing you crushed me. And it made him realize how much of an impact Jesse has had on him. Jesse said it made me realize how much I loved you and it made us stronger. They're excited to experience things together and meet each other's family Jesse says, you bring out the best in me. And she asks him if he will be her boyfriend. Will is like, so what? Oh, my God. Of course. I'd love to. I thought this was super, super cute, too, that, that she I asked. loved it. Yeah, I loved she it. She flipped the script. She did. Yeah, it was good. Then they talk about their decision. They start with Sammy and Tom, talk about their journey. Um, then they talk about Kai and Sanam. Their journey, Kai's journey has been up and down, but they are well-suited. Um, Jesse mentions that they're one of the newer couples and haven't yet had a challenge. 
Um, they talk about Shaq and Tanya having a crazy journey. Shaq's amazing. Tanya has been dodgy. It's the way she used to describe her, which was funny. Agreed. On both accounts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then Ron and Lana, they've had their ups and downs. And Will says it feels strategic and like a game with them. Mm. They have their BCGC where they recount the date and talk about being boyfriend and girlfriend. So people keep saying that Kaya and Sanam haven't had any challenges. And I understand that they maybe haven't had challenges in terms of like Kai or Sanam has been taken on a date by somebody else since they've been together. But yeah. I feel like Olivia was a challenge that they faced right away, the way that Olivia handled the recoupling, the cost of recoupling and everything until she left the villa. And I don't think that yeah. people are really thinking about that or giving them credit for that. Definitely. I mean, they, like, shut her down, like, immediately, and they, like, made what could have been a really big dramatic thing into something quite small. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah they handled it really, really well. I completely agree. All right, so our final date between Kai and Sanam is happening. Sanam is wearing a black tulle dress, and it's kind mm-hmm. of high-low, like mullet train style. Mm-hmm. I think that I would have liked it more without that, and I also don't yeah. like it's strapless, and it has like that lace edge at the top mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. that I just think looks kind of cheap. Those details aside, I think that Sanam looked gorgeous. I wrote she has actually perfect skin. And I gave the look overall a 7.4 out of 10. I love these decimal places you're having. (laughs) I I thought about that one for a long time. (laughs) Because I was like, she looks beautiful, but there are things about the dress that I really hated. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. I, I just like... A high-low dress is very 2010, and I guess that's coming back in style, but I I don't like it. (laughs) I agree. I loved it. Don't get me wrong. I rocked so many high-low dresses in 2010 slash onward, but I don't know. The fashion cycle is moving too quickly. Things are coming back in style that were cool. I'm not ready. 10... 10 years ago and it's just like why why are we bringing this back it was like we just had it look at this dress this is what we're talking about oh my god look at that amazing i'll send this picture to you oh my god yes please okay wait i'm trying to find the one I had. Mine is similar to that. Okay, and this is March of 2013. Ten years yeah, ago. That's what I'm saying. It's coming back too fast. God, I already had great boobs in high school. Wow. <laughs> so, in other words, we're not ready for this style to come back. But no, Sanam not is at all. gorgeous. So, yes. conflicting feelings in general. Yes. Yes. Anyway, so they walk into a big foyer and there's like a huge grand staircase. There's a pianist and there are candles lit everywhere. Um, It kind of reminded me of obviously much more pretty, but like the notebook vibes when they have sex Mm -hmm. for the first time. They dance and it's very beauty and the beast and there are candles everywhere, as I said. They then sit down and they talk about the decanter and they call it a funny (laughs) shaped glass. They don't understand what this is for. (laughs) I was like, do you not know what this is? No, they they didn't know what it was. 
<laughs> they're not cultured <laughs> for those of our listeners who are also not cultured um a decanter is something that you pour generally red wine into to aerate it so that yes. it is better when you drink it Sanam says that during the first chat that her and Kai had, she really was interested in him. And Kai says, I feel like we have so much in common. They talk about meeting their families and being so excited for that. Kai says that his dad's side of the family is Caribbean, and he knows that his family would like Sanam because she's Caribbean too. Cute. I thought this was so interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't remember them talking about this before and I wish that they had gotten more into it but like this cultural yeah. similarity that Kai and Sanam have is obviously extremely impactful on their relationship and makes them feel really comfortable with each other and I just yeah I wish we had gotten more of that I totally agree yeah Sanam says that she loves to hear Kai talk about his job yeah and that's another thing like their jobs are so uniquely joined in a lot of ways like a child social worker and a teacher like that's a powerful match i know we've said that before too but yeah back at the villa ron tells lana that he thinks people will vote based on friendships and he thinks Shaq will vote for them but tanya wouldn't and lana says that she has no idea how it's gonna go ron says he doesn't really fancy their chances and asks lana if she thinks that she will see a different side to ron when they get out Ron mentions that he bites his tongue a lot in here and he won't have to do that on the outside. He'll be very honest. And Ron is like, uh. Does he? Does he? I bite know, his right? Huh? Like, you just got into a ton of shit for not biting your tongue. I can't. Yeah. And then Lana's like, well, there's a difference between being honest and being mean. Mm. And I. Foreboding I was, for their relationship, right. I think. Very. I thought it was so interesting that Ron asked her if she thinks she'll see a different side of him because I was just like and and she was very taken aback too because it's kind of like what the fuck do you mean I'm gonna see a different side totally very like what are you hiding from me concerning vibes red flags back on the date it is decision time we see Kai and Sanam chatting about Ron and Lana they say that they had a rocky start but they have always wanted each other Kai says he's biased and might be overlooking things with them they chat about Tom and Sammy Kai says he thought that Tom might have recoupled with Lydia Mm -hmm. in regards to Tanya and Shaq Kai says if I love someone I would never turn my head yeah Will and Jesse, Kai says that their connection is one-sided, and he questions it. Yikes. Yeah. They return from their date, and we have our usual BCGC. They then get a text. Pagatfi, the couples voted least compatible are Jesse and Will with two votes, Sanam and Kai with one vote, Ron and Lana with two votes. And these couples are now at risk of being dumped. The Islanders then disperse. I was shocked that nobody voted for Shaq and Tanya. Yeah, I was shocked. I think it's just because of like seniority in the sense that like they've just been a couple since day one, basically. And like they deserve to be there kind of thing. Yeah. Quote unquote. Yeah. I don't agree with it, but if you're voting on compatibility, I don't know. But anyway, so Ron and Lana chat about the results and he asks her how she is. She says, I'm fine. It is what it is. Ron wants to know why people voted for them. And he's like, there's no rules against it. Open gameplay. 
And Lana's like, I feel like it would be opening a can of worms. They'll just make the most of tomorrow. And then Ron ITMs that they've not ever been in the bottom before. Mm. Kind of like letting us know, like, people are coming for us because they're like threatened by us yeah that's how i took it at least will and jesse chat jesse says that it is weird to think that two couples voted for them will says Mm -hmm. when it comes whatever happens we will face it together sweetie pie very yeah tongan sammy chat and tanya suspects that will and jesse voted for lana and ron this is interesting tanya and sammy are basically like working out who voted for who loved it actually me too. They think that Lon and Ron also voted for Will and Jesse. And then they mm-hmm. talk about Kai and Sanam and how they haven't had any tests and question if Kai's head will turn on the outside. Will and Jesse and Ron and Lana have a chat. They both say it's shit. Will says, I wanted to pull you two because we did vote for you. And out of respect, I wanted to tell you. And Ron and Lana say we voted for you too. And Will says that he feels guilty. Lana says it was horrible, but we do love you guys. So... Working out who voted for who, I know that I think Shaq and Tanya voted for Kai and Sanam. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Will and Jesse voted for Ron and Lana. Ron and Lana voted for Will and Jesse. I think Kai and Sanam voted for Will and Jesse. As I do well. too. Yeah, they wouldn't have voted for Ron and Lana. And yeah. so does that mean that Sammy and. Tom, Tom voted for Ron and Lana. Ron and Lana. Yeah. yeah. I think that makes sense. I think that's right. Yeah. So the public will vote between the three at-risk couples, and that is where our week ends. Yes, it is. Woo! On such a cliffhanger. Such a cliffhanger. So I think we should first talk about who you think the, the three will go home. Unfortunately, I think between – I think that if – Shaq and Tanya had gotten a vote I think they would have been out a hundred percent but they did it and I don't fucking understand why but they didn't I know so I think that out of Ron and Lana Kai and Sanam Will and Jesse I think unfortunately just with all of the game playing accusations that have been thrown around and discussed so much in the public I think that Will and Jesse will go home I agree. When I heard the results, I was like, fuck. Like, I, because Jesse and Will have been in the bottom a lot, mm-hmm. and Kain Sanam and Ron and Lana haven't. And it's just like, the public doesn't, like, they like Will and Jesse, but they don't love Will and Jesse. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the public would want to see them go, but I do think that out of the three, they're going to be the people who get the fewest votes. It sucks. Or the the most votes, you mean? Sorry, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. That's right. I agree, unfortunately. But we shall see. We shall see. Um, Okay, going into our awards, how many of your eggs are in the Islanders' baskets this week? So this week I did put some eggs in some couples' baskets just because we're getting to that point of the season. And I feel like I have shafted Kai and Sanam a little bit. So I want to start off by giving Kai and Sanam four eggs. Nice. I loved their conversation this week about their mm-hmm. cultural similarities and their work similarities. Give me more. Like, I know we don't have time for more at this point, but I just am mm-hmm. bummed that we haven't seen more of that and seen more of them in general. 
Yeah. I think they're very into each other. I disagree with the Islanders. I do think that they overcame a challenge in Olivia and just in coming back as a Casa couple. That's never easy. Sanam didn't have any other Casa bombs with her, and she found a way yeah. to integrate herself into the group. I think that they've just done a really great job. So four for them. Yeah. Three eggs for Jesse and Will. I mm -hmm. worry that this may be the end of Jesse and Will, not as a couple, but as one of our finalist, potential finalist couples. I, I don't know that they're going to make it. Yeah. I love them. If they are able to figure it out, if Jesse does move to the UK, I could see them being a long term couple. I'm not 100% mm -hmm. sold on it, but I also think that Will has been just probably the best Islander this entire season. He's brought so yeah. much entertainment and so much love for the boys and just yeah. a really really good safe space for a lot of the girls just such a wonderful islander love well yeah do you think that if i'm thinking about like our conversation that we had earlier about like personalities like if will had been with somebody a little bit different than jesse someone who was like equally as outgoing and like funny as him that they would have been like top couple I don't know. I feel like that almost could have been too much. Fair. I'm just wondering, like, where they went wrong. And obviously, I think the weak link in this is Jesse. I don't even know it's that Will. it's that they went wrong. I mean, the public had this narrative yeah, about Jesse from true. day one. Right, right. Day one. That's true. And we, I just have to say, we always believed in them. We always, always. believed in them. Even when the public we, was like, Jesse's a game player, she's going to break Will's heart. We always yep. believed in them. And we were yep. fucking right, okay, motherfuckers? Yep. Yep. <laughs> we were right. I believe in them. I think that they'll be great on the outside. I think yeah. they'll last for a, a little bit. I don't know about forever. Yeah. <laughs> I think they'll definitely last for a little while, and we'll see. I mean, just logistically, even if Jesse does move to the UK, like, we'll will ever move off the farm i don't know right but right. um yeah we'll see and i don't i can't see jesse like living on a farm she's definitely a city girl but um, I, agree. I don't know how they could have played it differently i think that jesse could have played it differently like she could have not gotten involved in that drama last week with casey and there are a few other yeah. things that she maybe could have done to kind of circumnavigate adding fuel to the fire of the rumors that did exist about them out there yeah but yeah. i don't know for sure i agree okay and then i have three eggs for tom and sammy loved them their date made yeah. me cry i know me too <sighs> my notes about their date were just like crying emoji crying emoji crying emoji <laughs> i love tom and sammy so much i am crying i, I love know. tom and sammy they're so so cute I agree. I could see them being like, uh, do you remember Olivia and Alex? Not Olivia Atwood, but the other one. Yeah. Uh, with Dr. Alex? Mm -mm. No. Oh, Olivia and Alex. But they're married now and they have kids. Or I don't actually know that they're married, but they have kids. Hold on. Season two. Maybe they don't have. Oh, yeah, they are married. They got married a picture? in September of 2018. This is them. Oh, wow. Did you know that they were I still together and married with a I kid? I completely forgot about them. I forgot they existed. Holy shit. So yeah. I think that their storyline was that like he went to the hideaway with somebody else and had sex with someone else. And then they like got back together. They didn't win. I think that they were in the final... But they went out, got married, and had a baby, and they seemed super That's happy. Yeah. I liked them. I remember really liking them. 
I love them too, but Tom and Sammy have always given me these sorts of vibes. Maybe just like Tom kind of reminds me of Alex, like somebody that we thought was going to be a fuck boy. Yeah. Oh, I have to say this before I forget. Okay. Sammy came into this villa. She said that she was looking for a bad boy with a good heart. Do you remember talking about that and being like, that doesn't exist? What is that? Yeah. I think it's Tom. I know. I know. He is kind of a bad boy with a good heart. I think she found it. Oh, my God. I know. (laughs) That's true. Okay. I'm taking forever to get through my eggs. Finally, I'm not ever going to give Tanya eggs, but my final two eggs will go to Shaq for remaining my king. I feel like he always looks kind of like a deer in headlights in front of Tanya, and I don't like their relationship at all. I feel like he always is kind of instigating things, and then she's just agreeing and is like, And I don't feel like she's ever really, like, putting in the work that he's putting in. And so I just feel sad yeah. for him. I I don't love this season for him. I wish that he had had a better run. Honestly, would love to see Shaq on an all-star season. Mm-hmm. Me too, actually. I think he'd be good on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How many of your eggs are in Witch Islanders baskets? Okay. I have four eggs for Sammy and Tom. I have four eggs for Will and Jesse because I'm very scared for them. I have two eggs for Kai and Sanam. And then I'm going to crack two eggs for Casey and Rosie. Goodbye, my blue-eyed beauty. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mara, who was your most toxic Islander this week? My most toxic was Ron for gaslighting the fuck out of Rosie. Mm. Yeah. What about you? My most toxic was Ron for that, for how he handled things with Sammy, and for bullying Lana and yeah. mom shaming her all day. Mom that they shaming. Had the babies. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, he, he really fucked up this week. Yeah, he did. He's fully back on my shit list. <laughs> oh, good. Welcome. <laughs> I mean, he never really left, to be fair, but. <laughs> he kind of um, did. You well- told me that he did. <laughs> Did I? Yes. Wow. I can't keep track. You said Ron (laughs) redeemed himself for you. What was your most shocking moment? My most shocking moment was just in general Ron's jealousy of the Three Musketeers, how he kept saying the Three Musketeers, and how he kind of was strategizing this whole week to take them down. Yeah. What about you? My most shocking moment was Ron asking Sammy to tell all the Islanders that he's not game playing. Because, like, what are you doing? (laughs) He's like, so my next move in the game will be to have Sammy tell everyone that I'm not playing a game. (laughs) So stupid. So stupid. It's like, we can hear you, you dum-dum. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And what are your finalist predictions this week? We're getting close. Okay. I don't know if this is actually what's going to happen, but this is what I think should happen. Okay. Sammy and Tom win. Kind Sanam for second. Ron and Lana third. Shaq and Tanya fourth. I have the exact same lineup. Nice. I had a feeling we might. Yeah. (laughs) Any final thoughts? No, this was, I just can't believe it's week eight. I can't believe our next episode will be the fucking finale episode and wrapping everything up for this season i can't wait to just like 
fully discuss the whole thing as like a unit. I know. So stay tuned over the next few weeks. We will be going over the last two episodes of the season, discussing our winners, talking about the reunion, going through all of the tea the Islanders are spilling post Villa. And we have some fun interviews coming up for you as well. So we cannot wait to discuss it all. We can't thank you enough for joining us. And we cannot wait to chat next week. Bye. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.